0: everyone, welcome to Empower. My power, your power, our power. In today's edition, I will be taking you into a dazzling world of gold, diamonds and gemstones from across the world as we explore the journey of a pioneer company behind it all. A pre-independent legacy dating back to 1927 marks the beginning of this iconic jewelry brand Popley Eternal started by Mr. Ramchand uh, Popli, honestly a legend in the field, and today I have with me his son, Suraj Popley, the director and heir to this rich legacy, who will be sharing with us the ethos of this timeless brand. Having won the award for one number one exporter for Golden Diamonds 10 years in a row. Honestly, a great achievement. The brand is all about setting global benchmarks with its authentic and classic collections. With stores in Mumbai and Dubai, the brand maintains a worldwide presence as they redefine their collection by infusing global styles onto their masterpieces. So let's find out all about this distinguished brand and how they managed to reinvent the aesthetics of jewelry to the current times. Over to you, Suraj. Welcome.
1: Yeah, hi. <laughs> Welcome, Anakshi.
0: Thank you so much for having us over in your stunning store. We have to take tons of photos and videos to show everyone your beautiful collection and the beautiful design multi-level store that you have too. So, tell us… Um, Something about... I mean, take us through the amazing Populi Eternal journey and nearly 100-year legacy, please.
1: So, we started off... Uh, like, we started the shop in on 1st May 1997. Mm-hmm. And it was inaugurated by Balasai Thakre. Okay. And uh, I was uh, hardly 18 years old, you know. <laughs> so, I was very young. I just finished my... Uh, I had not even finished my graduation. Right. And... Uh, I just come in the store and I see the grand store opening mm-hmm. and uh, I see the store is filled with all clients. Right. And uh, it was like, you know, for me, it was like the very first experience because I was like, you know, a small child put into a swimming pool who yeah. didn't know how to swim and I had to learn Thrown everything. into the
0: deep end yeah. <laughs> of the pool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So for me, like my... Father he never taught me anything. Yeah. He just opened the store for me and he said that you know this is the store which you have to take care. Yeah. And uh, that's how like Honestly you
0: know, at 18, he told you that. Yeah, that's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And you guys have the Midas touch literally. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I had no knowledge of uh, you know jewelry at all, you know because <laughs> like you know it's after my school and college days you're just enjoying your life, you know. Right. So then uh, I learned everything. Mm-hmm. So everything it was a total self learning experience Correct. and every day you know there were some new things which I had to learn yes and uh, that's how my journey began
0: right yeah. don't you think your dad actually taught you passively like on the job like stand here and learn yeah passive so, learning in a way and guiding you through
1: yeah so basically it was more of observing things yeah experiencing like you know to see him talking to the clients the way he used to you know make them feel yes. comfortable Correct. and that's how you know uh, even I began to follow him yes and uh, that's how like you know it's, total, it's totally a customer experience you know
0: absolutely yeah, yeah. and i know this for a fact because uh, my father walked into this store the year you opened yeah and said this store looks so stunning we must check it out yeah and uh, as you know we had a family wedding yeah. so we walked in and he just and your father was so warm and so gracious and so classy and elegant yeah. and he literally said you know uh, I love the collection, I love the variety, I love the, you know, the customer service, of course. Yeah. And the purity of the gold and the shine of the diamonds, I mean, I think it's unbeatable till today. Yeah. And so we are lifetime customers, the whole family, friends, everyone. And that's one of the reasons, through personal experience, I really vouch, you know, that this is a brand that has empowered Quality, yeah. You know, and uh, great service, warmth, hospitality, everything. Yeah. And I'm not just selling jewelry. Yeah. You know, so it's like a family, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. family tradition that we come back to your store. <laughs> yeah. So I think you have a lot of repeat customers because of all this.
1: Yes, yes. Because mainly it's because of the quality. Yes. Like, you know, and uh, we give like, you know, lifelong assurance for whatever jewelry pieces have been bought by our clients. Correct. And uh, the most important is the quality factor. and even the designs like the kind of collection what we have Mm -hmm. like you know if you compare like it's equal to 10 stores you know right so everything under one roof you know yes so we have beautiful diamond jewelry we have gold jewelry yes so it's anything you say and we have it
0: yes and you have a floor they like i want my audiences and listeners to know that they have a whole floor for gold they have a whole floor for diamonds precious stones with diamonds stunning emeralds you know, rubies, uncut, everything all under one roof, you know, and everything is equally good. It's not like, oh, they are better with gold or they're better with diamonds. That's what I love. Um, So tell me, Suraj, how would you say um, you have a signature, what would you say is your signature popely eternal style and how how would you say that has evolved over time?
1: So main thing is like, you know, uh, of quality, which plays a very important role. Mm -hmm. So whatever jewelry we have, be it in gold or in diamonds, the quality is given the most attention, you know. Right. Wherein the quality of diamonds, the quality of the workmanship, everything, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's the most important factor, yes. you know, which keeps us, which differentiates us from rest of the dwellers.
0: Correct. And also that's what is a great investment, right? Yeah. If you ever want to resell something, if yeah. the quality is good, it'll always stand the test yeah. of time, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely right.
0: Yeah. So how has the way you think people buying jewelry have changed? Is the mindset still very much about investment, as I mentioned, or have we moved to a more occasion buying mode? So is it weight versus style or do you think it's otherwise?
1: So definitely, uh, we being Indians, like, you know, uh, the mindset of the people, of course, investment is, of course, yes. Yes. But at the same time, the younger generation like, you know, they are not that uh, bothered about the investment. But like, for example, a bride, if she walks in the store, mm-hmm. she wants to select something which is totally outstanding. Yeah. Uh, something a like A beautiful
0: piece. Yes, yes.
1: Something like a statement piece, mm-hmm. you know. So when she's selecting that, she's not thinking of the investment point or she's not thinking yes. of the... Variability. she still wants to look the best on her wedding day. It's
0: the father thinking that yeah. <laughs> or the husband. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you're right, you're right. Like even if I would come in today I would say what's new Oh that caught Maya. that looks beautiful. Like this lovely ring I just tried on and I'm wearing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's stunning yeah. you know so yeah. distinctive pieces which you know, this is how we end up buying more and more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I agree with you completely. Yeah. So also, Suraj, in an interesting article, you were quoted recently talking about a new trend emerging where men are now, uh, you know, tra- uh, investing more in jewelry even for themselves. So can you elaborate on this, please?
1: So we have like you know, uh, men are buying jewelry for themselves. Like we have seen a lot of. Uh Men walking in the store and asking for, you know, Jen's bracelet. Right. Or a pair of cufflinks or mm-hmm. a tie pin, you know. So, uh, what I see is the trend is changing. The younger generation now, mm-hmm. the generation now, uh, the men too also want to be like, you know. Yes. Uh, they the are metrosexual yeah. and the yeah. Uh,
0: trending. Yeah. yeah.
1: They still want to wear something unique and right. elegant, you know, wherein they wear and uh, the jewelry speaks for itself, you know. Correct. Yeah. I mean,
0: even those kurta buttons and diamonds and in precious stones now are trending, right? Yes, they yes. always have, but uh, yeah. I think people pay a lot so, of attention. So,
1: for the wedding day, you know, all the men, they have a sherwani, and for that, they need a kurta button. Correct. Even that, we had designed uh, one or two sarpanch for our clients, you know. Oh, how the, lovely. The one which they wear on the pagdi. Correct. And that is also very... They're like
0: brooches on the pagdi, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes.
1: They all yeah. want to look like... I a, even
0: see a lot of grooms wearing necklaces now. Yes, so, you, you know, know, we had
1: just uh, sold... A very nice, uh, it was a five-line emerald necklace Yes. and it was very, very exclusive. In fact, uh, it was a piece which could have even gone for an auction, you know.
0: Oh, lovely. So, we
1: still have these, uh, we still have people like, you know, looking for these unique Yeah, this pieces. looks very
0: regal, no, coming yeah. from our whole legacy of Raja Maharaja, yeah. you know. yeah. Very nice. Yeah. And uh, so, tell me, um, what about styles? How has the craftsmanship changed over the years? Is it more bling or are traditional styles of gold and diamond jewellery still dominating sales?
1: So, uh, wherein the workmanship and all, people want uh, more jewellery which is more usable. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like we have started making a lot of detachable pieces. Right. So, wherein, you know, one could uh, detach, for example, a pair of long earrings could be worn even as a pair of tops. Nice. And a lot of detachable things, are, uh, you know, people are wanting because people want to make the most use of the jewellery, you know. Correct.
0: And multi-layered necklaces and yes. things, right? Yes,
1: absolutely right. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, because I've seen a stunning piece with you where, you know, you can wear it as a single layer, like a line. Yeah. And then you, for a wedding or something yeah. heavier, you can just add yes. all the layers. Yes, Even yes. in costume jewelry, I see that trend a lot. But yeah. I think you started it way before because I yeah. remember seeing it years ago. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, uh, what about, um, uh, you know, how do you feel the pandemic has obviously it's affected for, for last year to mm-hmm. the store has mm-hmm. hopefully eternal pivoted to an online focus is our sales back in action like before mm-hmm. and digging deeper, are Indians ready to shop for jewelry online so
1: you know like uh, if you see the positive side of the pandemic like uh, you know we have got calls from our clients and they still want to buy jewelry correct so what we what we did is we used to do a video call with the clients mm-hmm. and show them the piece of jewelry and uh, people used to like, you know, literally like select the kind of jewelry. We used to do the pricing and everything just on the phone. Right. And we should get the jewelry delivered to their doorstep, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel that even during the pandemic, people still want to buy jewelry. Of
0: course. That was very,
1: very surprising. And people are even ready to do a video call, talk yeah. to the sales executive and uh, select the jewelry just by looking at it. Just yes. looking at the photo of it, you know?
0: Yes. And uh, what about online presence? Are you guys into that? Do you think you're doing that or do you have a different
1: approach? So honestly, online presence, we're not into the online e-commerce side because in e-commerce generally the jewelry is like, you know, very uh, less price. Correct. Definitely in future we want to get to that uh, e-commerce thing also. Mm -hmm. But presently we are more more into the, you know, high-end jewelry, you know. Correct.
0: Yeah, you're famous for that. Yeah. So you people prefer coming in person. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's yes. a full uh, buying experience, you know. Right. Like when they come to the store, you know, the aura of the store and yes. the customer service, you know.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so tell me now, obviously we've all heard Popli Eternal is a favorite also for many Bollywood A-listers and Indian celebrities from Anushka Sharma, Bipasha Basu, Sushmita Sen and many more who have, you know, been packed in your hopefully Gems. Yeah. What makes the brand a red carpet favorite according to you?
1: So it's the designs which really stand out, mm. you know, and uh, we have our own in-house designers. Right. And uh, so the design is not very common mm-hmm. and that's how people really want to come to the store and they want to wear something unique, which is one of a kind, you know. and we generally don't repeat our designs so that's the thing which again keeps us you know different from the rest of the
0: Yes. Stores, yeah. And knowing how camera shy and media shy you are, yeah. I have to thank you again for giving me this opportunity. But also I have to say word of mouth plays such a big role in your business Yes. where you guys don't even like to do publicity. Yes. It's more just for themes or I remember for Women's Day you did this amazing shoot. Yeah. And it's more about even then customer satisfaction, giving back to your clients, yeah. you know. So, um, I mean, hats off to you to grow so tremendously in the past 20 years or more, you know. Yeah. So, well done you. (laughs) More power to you. (laughs) Thanks a lot. Yes. So, tell me, uh, with many weddings that were postponed back on the agenda, Mm -hmm. uh, what are the latest wedding trends? Are people opting for more lighter statement pieces, for the more intimate gatherings, or are you seeing the opposite, with people splashing out on jewellery more and spending less on the big fat Indian wedding? (laughs)
1: So, nowadays, uh, a lot of destination weddings are taking place, you know. Correct. So, people want uh, jewelry which they can carry to the destination, Mm -hmm. so they are not looking out for very heavy pieces, but at the same time, again, uh, you know, more wearable jewelry, And uh, nowadays, in fact, we go to see, like, you know, the brides want to look elegant on their wedding day, you know. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to, like, you know, uh, look like a jewelry store. Right. You know? <laughs> so they are more comfortable looking like, uh, like you know, more elegant. More elegant. You know? Yes,
0: yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes, absolutely. Okay, well said. So Indian jewelry has been Vogue Suraj since the age-old Maharajas and Rani era for the world. Mm-hmm. You know, but globalization has definitely put Indian fashion and gems on the global map. Making it more accessible for people around the globe. Like, you know, you have Sotheby's and Christie's, you know, sourcing jewelry and doing auctions all over. So, are many of your customers from outside the country and how do their tastes differ, your NRI clients or people from all over the world, you know?
1: So, of course, we have a lot of NRI clients, like, you know, even without, it's very surprising that even without advertising and marketing, like, you know, through the mouthword publicity, we, mm-hmm. have, we are famous all over the world. In fact, we have a lot of clients from US, from London, from Africa, Correct. you know, all these parts of the world. Yes. And uh, they especially, when they come for their holiday, mm-hmm. they have to visit the store and uh, the clients do tell me that, you know your store is like a temple for us you know yeah. so when we come to India we have to come and worship you
0: how sweet and you have beautiful statues of the gods here I yeah. mean from Mata to Ganesha to everyone yeah. Awesome. yeah
1: you are like strong believers of God yes and, uh, yes God is great like you know that's of what my course. father keeps saying and even I believe. every
0: time we meet yeah. him yes yes yeah. and see you're, we are we are blessed y'all yes. are truly blessed so are we yeah. so So, yes, so you have people from all over the world and any particular uh, taste of, uh, you know, differences you see from your buyers locally and people from abroad?
1: Yeah, basically, uh, when people come from abroad, the NRI clients, Mm -hmm. the decision-making process is quite fast, Mm -hmm. you know, like they just come in about half an hour, you know, the decision is made, you know. Right. Whereas the clients in Mumbai, like, you know, when they come to the store, they want to, you know, take their time right probably because they have a lot of time you know yeah so they no also
0: they feel they can come back think about yes, it yes yeah. yes yes yes
1: definitely it's yes. close to home yeah, yeah. and
0: uh, styles differ in what people wear from here or abroad
1: so definitely for the nri clients they want more wearable pieces right and people in india like you know they still look for those traditional pieces mm-hmm. so it's a mix like you know okay
0: fair enough so tell us what's next on the road map for Popoli Eternal. Are there any new plans you can share with our listeners today?
1: So, you know, uh, we are thinking of starting a sub-brand for Popoli Eternal. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, more... uh, Breaking news. (laughs) (laughs) You heard
0: it here first. On Empower. (laughs) So, it's uh,
1: like more of a gifting jewellery. Okay. And, uh, which is going to be again, like, uh, the reason I'm saying sub-brand because it's going to be uh, a little different from what popular is actually all about. Right. And it's going to be more uh, budget oriented. Correct. So, you know, people like uh, when they come in the store and if they have a uh, budget of say about 50,000 or even thirty, forty thousand, right. 40,000, we'll be having a huge collection in that particular yes. budget range.
0: I'm sure the millennials are going to love that. Like, yeah. You know, the younger generation. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So you even imagine your first few pieces that your parents ever buy you, or you buy for yourself, yeah. are you know sometimes in these budgets, yeah. and it's, yeah. it would be nice to have a collection based around that. Yes, yes, sir. yes. So I'm sure it's going to be a huge success. Yeah. And uh, on you know just before I let you go, I would love to know Suraj. Maybe you could tell us the top five must-have things every woman should acquire in jewelry.
1: So definitely to begin <laughs> with, uh, a solid ring. Okay. which is a must, and uh, then a pair of solitaire tops, okay. a nice uh, tennis bracelet because the tennis bracelet can be worn with your Indian as well as Western outfits, Absolutely. and uh, a nice statement ring mm-hmm. and a beautiful pair of earrings, okay, I feel nice. these 5 things are the must which every bride should have.
0: Right, nice. So thank you so much for sharing such lovely insights and the whole journey and experience. I loved how you started with how you started here, you know. And thank you, Suraj, for sharing the phenomenal journey behind Popli Eternal too. And for the amazing industry trips as well. So there you have it, my lovely listeners and viewers. Don't forget to catch up on more and more updates, beautiful pictures and videos of Popli Eternal and Suraj Popli. And we're going to try and get Mr. Ramchand Pogli for a click very soon too. And uh, for more podcast related content, photos, videos, anytime and additional fun sessions, please log on to my Instagram and Facebook page, Minakshi Kuvadigar. And feel free to email me anytime on empowerbymeenakshi at gmail.com. Thank you so much, my lovely listeners and viewers. And until next week, stay safe, stay happy. Don't forget to own it. As I always say, keep shining and keep smiling too. We're changing it around a bit this week. See you next week and uh, have a great week.